Hello, everyone. Welcome to a special episode of Ship of Fools, where we are not playing Dungeons and Dragons, but are talking about <gasps> playing Dungeons and Dragons. Oh. Um, so yeah, settle into the mud bath with us. And ah, no, <laughs> no, oh, that's we nice all and told him not to do that, and he's doing it anyway. Oh, I uh, can feel the aches and pains just melting away. My name is, have you ever been in a mud bath? I can feel mine returning. No, of course not. <laughs> my name is Hannah McLean. I'm joined by Andy Latai. Just Andy. This Latai. mud bath takes my pain and transfers it to Taylor. <laughs> also, Nolani Stevenson. We got about 20 minutes before these Benadryl hits, so let's get the show on the road. <laughs> and also Taylor Wallace. Yep. <laughs> yeah so we we're just um this is a little bit of a different type of episode because you know we're not uh playing D D. like i said we're just gonna we wanted to do a little question and answers answer some of your burning questions about the show about the characters about us about just kind of general things since we this episode is coming out after episode seven, but before episode eight. So we're kind of starting to get to a fair number of episodes here. Um, and we finally, you know, got to level three, got off the first island we were on. We're starting to episode seven is a big kind of like plot episode and a lot of kind of like lore about the world and what's going on and stuff like that so it seemed like a i knew i should have paid attention <laughs> you were just in character it's okay it seemed like a good time to uh you know kind of open things up a little bit so actually does finn have the highest intelligence in the party oh yeah, for fun, sure let, yeah let's start this off with a fun fact finn <laughs> has the highest intelligence and wisdom in the party christ that's concerning um we're going to start off with just kind of like a general question that has kind of been burning on everyone's mind, I'm sure, uh, since it doesn't really get established in game. Uh, this comes from Lesbian Ida Eggfort on Tumblr, who wants to know, how old are all of the PCs? Just a nice, simple question with a direct answer. Starting off with a... Good question! <laughs> I don't know! What? <laughs> We've talked about this. We've talked about this in an episode that hasn't come out yet. Oh, what's um, it? But oh. yeah, Finn doesn't know how old he is because of the whole found as okay, a baby Okay, but he thing. has a, a general estimate. Right, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's somewhere between like 17 and 21. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's a big range. <laughs> Last we That's heard it was 19 to 21. Yeah, like I said, it changes with the day. It's mercurial. <laughs> I think of him in my head as like 19. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Reagan was originally specced to be 23, but then I turned 23 and was like, wait, fuck. Um, <laughs> so I'd say he also doesn't know exactly how what? old he is. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? Uh, I was found. I had a tragic childhood. Who didn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> Actually, my childhood, pretty chill. Finn's childhood idyllic. My childhood contentious. So I would say Reg's somewhere my childhood, between you'll never know. 23 to 25. Oh, Jesus. Okay. You're still the oldest. Malachi, flat, easy 26. Nice. Nice. All right. So we've got a nice little, nice little spread there. We've got that question answered. Um... Cool. So moving into more, we're going to do a few more kind of like general questions about the party and how it came together and how we sort of went through the early party creation process. Um, Fangirls FTW on Tumblr, thanks Katie, wants to know, uh, first of all, most importantly, I assume for us as people, what are our favorite sea animals? Uh... Just gut instinct. <laughs> Giant squid. Uh, yeah. Moon jellyfish. The bigger the sea animal, the more I like it. <laughs> Moon jellyfish, they're squishy and I like to touch them. Big mm. And they're pretty. I like mm. sea turtles, especially big ones. Taylor? Uh, I like octopus. Also That's a nice. dolphin. Just nice. one. <laughs> <laughs> There's one dolphin out there in the ocean Taylor has a bond with. It's actually the Lisa Frank dolphin. <laughs> it was a free willy situation. Oh god, I hated Lisa Frank. <laughs> wow, can't relate. Okay, and shocking to hear. On a second note, from our same question asker, uh, how was it coming up with these characters? Was it a group process? And if so, how did you guys come up with a general vibe for these boys? Well, the first answer is painful. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which thing is painful? You know. Decisions for Taylor. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Well, I mean, quite, like, practically speaking, we had a spreadsheet. 
Um, <laughs> you are exposing us first. <laughs> but I would say for me personally, it just kind of happened. Like it was very organic. Like I was kind of just flipping through and I was like, you know what? I like the vibe of that. And I picked um, picked the homebrew just because I, I f- wanted to shake things up. I wanted to be uh, special. By being a half dwarf, you mean? Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Typical. I I need attention, Andrew. I don't Which know is, what you want me to say. I guess we haven't really talked about that on the podcast, but yeah, Reagan is a half dwarf, which is not something that's in the player's handbook or any of the other sorts of things like that. But it's kind of loosely based on a half elf, which is in the player's handbook, and just kind of like half elves basically get some of the stuff that elves get, but not all of it, and then also some of their own thing. And the half dwarf homebrew that we found online and then... Mm, looked at and messed with a little bit um (laughs) editorialized yeah editorialized is similar in that it kind of is like based on the basic concept of a half elf and then just made to be dwarf instead which is cool and it would be cool if wizards of the coast would release more things like that and maybe they will i would like it wizards (laughs) of the coast if you're listening this is my plug (laughs) 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 yeah but yeah so we all kind of like once we decided we were doing a podcast and once we kind of established the world and the vibes of it and stuff like that, we sort of talked through what, when you only have three people in a party, it's kind of important to think about like, okay, we want to make sure we have healing and someone who can do damage. Very important to have a balance. Yeah. (laughs) So we, we worked Especially when you're a bunch of big, dumb, beautiful boys. Yeah. And ended up mm -hmm, like that. Himbo Summer was definitely an overall And don't get me started on our characters in the show. (laughs) It's true, and you should say it. (laughs) Try the veal, folks. Yeah, so that was was just kind of generally that. Uh, Kind of coming out of that, we have a question from Frankie. Thanks, Frankie. Uh, Which is, did we know the other characters' backgrounds going in, or did you each just plan it with Hannah? You know what, Frankie? (laughs) We absolutely did not. (laughs) Yeah, I actually didn't realize the extent to which we didn't know each other's backgrounds until the first few episodes, and all of a sudden there were, like, secrets upon secrets. Yeah. But, yeah, we basically, we talked about, like, classes and races and, like, the very basic summaries of our characters, but, yeah, we didn't really share our our lore. Yeah, we, like, I think the only things that I knew about those two going in was, like, name, race, class, although I don't, I don't even remember if I knew... Reagan's class or You definitely not. did. I do say it, it in the first in the session. Okay. Okay, so I did know Reagan's class. But uh did I tell you guys my background or no? Not like, formally. You chosen alluded background. to it. Yeah. So We actually don't know Finns, I don't think. Yeah. What? Oh, I'm a I'm a folk hero. It's not a If secret. we're going by like the like the backgrounds, <laughs> like the ones that you select, not like your whole backstory. Right. But we also don't know Finn's backstory because Finn doesn't talk about himself very much. No one ever asks. It's <laughs> true. Reagan and Malachi are too busy like glaring at each other over their shoulders. Hey, I glare full frontal. <laughs> yeah, so no, we did not. Um kind of coming out of talking about things we did know and didn't know. Um We did plan Hawks, with Hannah though. That was important. Yeah, that's true. I did get documents from all three of them. Um Hannah knows that- everything. I do. I know everything. Hannah but knows most, more than we know. That's not quite true, actually. Sometimes Nolani will surprise me with, like, referring to something, and I'm like, I don't oh. know what that is, but <laughs> I'm going to make it up. <laughs> I have the reverse, where Hannah's going to be surprising me. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert, people. That's simply because I can't keep track of who I've told what, and I don't know where I am. Mm-hmm. Awesome. It's a fun little game. <laughs> Um, Honeyhawks on Tumblr wants to know how we all, how, well, I guess how you all chose your classes, and then also what class would your characters be if they couldn't be their current class? Ooh. Hmm. So first- go look at the classes now. <laughs> first of all, how did you as players, when you kind of were like, okay, I'm going to make a podcast, what character class do I want to be? How did you decide? Okay, so for me personally- I love being a tank more than anything else in the entire world. So <laughs> I I didn't choose my class first, but like 
when I had my little vibe, then I was like, okay, which flavor of tank can I make this? And then, um, you know, as the rest, I mean, I'm sure we'll get into this more, but as the rest sort of came along, I was like, okay, Paladin would fit vest. And it was really just a, like Nolani was saying, it sort of grew out of it organically in some ways. Um, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really remember why, but pretty early on I decided I was going to be a warlock. Like, I can't remember if there was some conversation that was had or if I would just, like, woke up and was like, yeah, I'm in a warlock mood. Wasn't it because <laughs> you found the, uh... Well, uh, let me finish my story. <laughs> oh, I, that seemed like a beat. I'm sorry. Uh, it was a beat, and now I'm starting the next one. Um, And then Hannah, when then we were talking, we had, like, the nautical world and everything established, and Hannah sent me the Lurker in the Deep Unearthed Arcana, and it was love at first sight. <laughs> <laughs> Andy and I share a mutual affinity for, like, enormous creatures. Oh, like, yeah. Especially, like, living under the ocean or, like, living, like, in the depths mm. of creepy forests and just, like, creatures that are way bigger than they should be. So I, I was like, That's oh, good yeah, good. giant sea monster. That should be Andy's patron. That's the stuff. Yeah. Sometimes, recreationally, I scroll through <laughs> pictures of giant sea monsters that people have made, and I love it. <laughs> um, For me, it was... I had my previous campaign... Previous to this one, I played a warlock for the first time, and I kind of was like, oh, you know what? And I'm, I'm about to, like, make fun of myself here, but I was like, oh, being a caster is really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I didn't want to repeat warlock, and I knew Andy was going warlock, and I didn't want to do wizard because I'm not a fucking nerd. Um, <laughs> yeah, fuck, Nergel! <laughs> yeah, this is a dunk on all of you who play wizards. Um, and then I kind of was like, I was vibing with the, uh, with the, like, Drac- I think I just reread Aragon or something, probably. I sue me. <laughs> and so sorcerer he is, ostensibly. Yeah. Yeah, you could have fooled me. <laughs> Alright, so then what class would your characters be? Like, if they could choose. If they could choose. Or, like, if they were not what they are, what do you think they'd be? Okay. I have well, my takes. Uh, <laughs> boring, but he would just be a fighter. I'm pretty sure part <laughs> of the reason that he ended up as a paladin and not just a straight-up fighter originally was because we had sort of these little ideas flipping around, and we're like, we're just gonna die if this is the party because we have nobody with any healing capabilities whatsoever and then I thought about it a little bit and it vibed with my vibe and I was like okay I can vibe with being a paladin and drink every time we say vibe (laughs) I was just gonna say I I, I did repeat that on purpose it's Um, a very vibe centric episode um, it is so he would be a fighter if he were not a paladin he would be a fighter I I had never actually played anything besides a rogue before so I really wanted to try something that would be fighting melee would also not be weak (laughs) I was just gonna say not be squishy (laughs) yeah so nice uh, I think Finn, if Finn himself was, like, going to choose another class, he would go with Druid. Because, mm. um, like, nature. I forget all the Druid subclass, but he'd probably mm-hmm. be, like, Circle of the Ocean, if that's yeah. a thing. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, he loves he loves fish. He loves the water. He loves He's very into nature. Not all nature, just, like, the specific kind of ocean nature. He doesn't care about, like... Land animals. Like, arid <laughs> steppes or anything. <laughs> Um, I, I couldn't think of like a name. I couldn't think of the name of any other like biomes or anything. But you know, like a forest. Finn doesn't care about forests. They're fine, I guess, in his opinion. But in universe, if Finn was not a warlock, he would have commoner stats. Like he'd just be, he would just be a fisherman, and he would live his whole life in Gillsbury. He'd probably be pretty satisfied with that. Oh boy, if Malachi could choose, he'd be a ranger. <laughs> that son of a bitch. <laughs> See, this is funny because Reagan would also either be a straight fighter or possibly a ranger, but like a weird kind of ranger, like a like a fjord ranger. They'd be very different rangers. Right. But if I were to, I don't know, I think it would be very interesting to play him as a monk. Wow. And I will he not does... unpack that. Yeah. 
Yeah, let's we can move oh. on from there. I see where you're coming oh, from. Oh, Finn could also be a monk because of the vows of celibacy. <laughs> Hannah, Malachi I want to hear be a monk because he can sit still for a very, very long time. I want to hear your takes. Oh, my takes? Yeah. I was going to say um I was going to say yeah, Malachi fighter. Um I was going to say Reagan barbarian and I was going to say uh finn i had an idea i think i was gonna say also like ranger for finn because oh. i was thinking i was thinking along the same nature lines but not the like full druid i like druid better hmm. but that makes me the dm now <laughs> we're swapping <laughs> from now on everyone I'm finn is now a commoner <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> okay uh next question this is from galfast on tumblr uh wants to know if we had any alternate character ideas when we were kind of creating our characters and then also how each of us are most and least like our characters and she would like me to pick the npcs that i most and least like if i want which is a nice caveat thank you meredith <laughs> you do want. i do want yes <laughs> so i thought about this <laughs> the first thing in terms of alternate characters loops back to that spreadsheet i had mentioned where we we like we literally like put up we're like all right these are like options of what i'd want to play how can we build this but taylor and i both got nerfed by the fact that if we had gone with our other choices andy would have called us a furry for like the rest of eternity and i just it's no, true no offense to, to our furry fair, fans out there let to me be, be clear my alternate character choice does not have fur <laughs> What was it, Taylor? <laughs> Wait, I can't tell them. <laughs> it had feathers. Uh, I was going to play uh, Tabaxi. This is a shout out to another one of my campaigns where I do play that Tabaxi. But I knew that if I played a Tabaxi, Andy would be calling me a furry. And I just true. Oh, don't true. pretend it would have just been me. <laughs> it would have just been you. Everybody else here is cool. I, I might have a little bit, but <laughs> but I couldn't really because my other uh, idea was an Aarakocra and then maybe possibly an Asimar, so. Feathers. Let me be clear for those of our fans who are furries. Nothing wrong with that. No, no shame. <laughs> it's only Nani that I have a problem with. It's true. <laughs> Andy kink shames me. Andy's kink is kink shaming me. Andy, did you have any other alternate character ideas or were you just... Oh, yeah. I mean, I had them on the spreadsheet. Finn was definitely like my first choice. Um, but I had some alternates. I was going to be, God, I'm trying to remember. My alternates, I was like, was like Eldritch Knight, college kid, oh, yeah. Druid Lighthouse Keeper, because we were doing this like the week after I saw The Lighthouse. <laughs> a wild movie. Um, I had a third. I think I was some kind of bard. Yeah, you were the one. circus guy. Oh, yeah. Sword swallowing bard. Nice. Someone make an Unearthed Arcana for that. A co- I want a bard college all about sword swallowing. There's college of swords, but yeah, it's not about sword college swallowing. Yeah, but there's no swallowing. mention of the throat's role in things. Hmm. <laughs> God, have you ever seen somebody do that like up close? It's horrifying. No, we don't all live in the Ren Fair, Nolani. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, how are you most and least like your characters? I mean, we're both hot. <laughs> uh-huh. How about least like? <laughs> least like? Um, I like to think I'm a little smarter than him. <laughs> um, I would say I'm most like Radian in that I am very hot. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> oh, least like? Least like is that bit where I mentioned that when he wakes up, he's always like super chipper. It's not <laughs> oh my god, yeah. If I had the option, I would never wake up. Andy I'd wake up the... like once a week. The, the like the most polar opposite of a morning person I've ever met in my entire life. Andy's nocturnal. Yeah. Fully nocturnal. But yeah, I would say I, I share Reagan's flair for the dramatic, definitely. Um, <laughs> but unlike Reagan, I mostly keep my anger management issues under control, and I have a good relationship with both of my parents. So mm-hmm. there's that. That's solid, man. <laughs> I, I do have dry skin. I will cop to that. Oh, I eat fish, too. Not, like, a lot. It's not, like, my favorite, but, like, if someone's, like, eat this fish, I'd be like, all right. He also talks to them, but that's unrelated. <laughs> um, Taylor, like Malachi, is constipated. No, no I'm... <laughs> like Malachi, I have perfectly normal bowel movements in which I've never taken a shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let's see. 
most like Malachi? Well, we both uh, <laughs> have a lot of secrets. Uh, and by that, <laughs> I just mean I don't like to share things with people I don't know. No, this sounds terrible. I'm making myself sound like a total sh- No, I feel like that's completely reasonable. <laughs> Taylor is a cryptic bitch. This is You're true. You're a private person. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, like Malachi, sometimes I'm really, really great at talking about things and being very direct. And sometimes, if I'm caught off guard, I talk for 10 minutes without making any points at all. So, <laughs> What about least like? Well, I have human skin. <laughs> <laughs> and she has hair. No, Malachi and, are, are, and I are very alike in that we do both have hair. Um, and glowing cracks in their chests. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you guys can't see them right now, but they're... Yeah, Taylor has, like, autopsy <laughs> scars right on her collarbone. You can't see them ever, actually, but... That's why um, she doesn't open up anymore. <laughs> least, like... No? Um, no, that was good. Thank I you. I heard you. I just didn't react. <laughs> I would say... I don't... Hmm. We're probably more alike than we should be, honestly. <laughs> uh, Taylor's not super religious. <laughs> I can't say anything about that. Maybe she just keeps it to um, herself. <laughs> I can't actually say that Taylor has not lived in a cave. <laughs> no. Um, oh, Jesus. Oh, Taylor does not have a belly button piercing. I don't. I sh- no. no, I shouldn't. Um. <laughs> all right. For our next okay. Q&A episode, we're all going to get piercings live on air. Good, good. How am I least like Malachi? I have close personal friends. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. That's legit. Oh, I'm also very like Malachi in that I simply cannot stop eating or I will die. And I don't mean like the normal person way in which, you know, you need food to survive. I mean, <laughs> I mean, me personally... Never not eating. Wow. I, my, par- my parents used to call me Black Hole. That was my nickname when I was a kid. Wow. Black Hole or Bottomless Pit. Great wow. names to but call not your for kids. the reasons you think. <laughs> yeah, they were just references okay. to her wardrobe. As far as NPCs that I think I'm most and least like, um, the NPC that I'm actually most like is in episodes that we've recorded but haven't released which is, as I was creating her, I was like, am I making a self-insert? And then I was like, mm, I get one. Um, Damn so right you, you do. It's not you'll Nurgle. Know, you'll know her when you see her, probably. Um, but then also the self-insert NPC that I didn't intend and ended up with anyway is Nell. Because just at one point when they were, like, delivering information to the party, I was like, mm, this is just me. Like, this is the way that <laughs> Nell interacts with the party is very similar to the way that I interact with my Absolutely friends. Absolutely very much mm-hmm. a, a strain of <laughs> Hannah in there. Yeah. Um, and then least, Who can like, forget when Hannah led us all to beach volleyball victory? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. My prowess in beach volleyball, unmatched. I'm actually terrible at oh, beach volleyball. Oh, another way in which I'm alike with Malachi is I love to watch beach volleyball. Wow. Um, least That's like... not true. What am I talking about? I like watching normal volleyball. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> makes it normal. <laughs> hey, you guys ever seen Top Gun? <laughs> um, I think the NPCs I'm least like is probably like Nurgle and Solaris since episode seven just came out. So I am thinking now, hold about on. them. Ner- Are you talking Nurgle or Nurgle? <laughs> Nurgle. <laughs> Damn you for Hannah and Nurgle are actually very similar. <laughs> it was Nani's idea. You're so welcome. Shout out to my like one brain cell that hit the corner and gave yeah. us that. Nurgle, the aberrant seagull familiar, is very like me. Nurgle, the wizard, is less so because he's he's a bitch. Yeah, and a coward. <laughs> and a coward. I can't have like the how idea dare you of a character who would use their fourth level spell on saving themselves rather than helping the rest of the ship. Damn coward. Cancelled. I won't hear a word against that man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, next question. This comes from Will Not Wilbur on Tumblr. Um, Says, hi guys, my question is, what was everyone's inspiration for their characters? If this overlaps with stuff you've already talked about, that's fine, but if you have anything else via character creation, 
feel free to chime in. Mm-hmm. And they also say, and for Hannah, what's your process for creating NPCs, which I can't talk about. Y'all know that post that's like how every campaign that starts off like a Lord of the Rings ends up a Monty Python and every Monty Python ends up a Lord of the Rings. Yes. I definitely was going more of the Lord of the Rings angle (laughs) at first, which is why I disintegrate slowly over the course of this. Um, (laughs) Not in the ways you might think. Not in the ways you might think. And I think Tay was on that wavelength with me too, but Andy was definitely going a little bit more Monty Python from the get-go. Yeah. I'm here to make jokes. (laughs) <laughs> also, I love sea monsters, as established. That was my inspiration. I like rugged men. Yeah, the He's first... Like, basically, Finn, Finn is, like, the in my mind, like, the classic, like, farm boy Skywalker protagonist, but, like, yeah. sort of fucked up. I have <laughs> yeah. to, like, marinate in my own brain for, like, three solid weeks before I can come up with a character. So, for me, it was very much just, like, uh, the thought of wanting to play a tank, and then... I found, like, I have to, like, look around for things, whether it's, like, music or images or stuff like that. Aesthetic bitch. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then it all sorts starts to merge together, and so the inspiration ended up being, like, a bunch of different things. But I think I drew a lot of inspiration from him being an Earth Genasi, weirdly. Mm. Um and how that she interplays all the fantastic with four movies his <laughs> <laughs> with his paladin status so yeah that informed a lot yes. of who he is i was watching a lot of pro wrestling at the time too it's a comes good point. through we can tell <laughs> <laughs> um as far as npcs go i think it, building an npc is pretty different from building a pc because the pcs like the story comes out of who the PCs are and what they choose to do. Whereas for NPCs, I'm usually thinking about like, okay, like who's going to serve the story and like, what do we need? So like the fact that Nurgle, the wizard, not the gull is like the reason that he is the way he is, is mostly because I was like, okay, I need someone powerful enough to have found the cube and to have like gotten it this far. But then also like they have to be not useful to the party because the party (laughs) needs to kind of like find their own feet and be the ones who are saving the town or the resort in this first arc. And so I was like, okay, he's a a craven bastard who doesn't (laughs) want to save anyone but himself. Somewhere Finn is clenching his teeth and he doesn't know why. (laughs) Andy also is. Slander. (laughs) Also, yeah, I ran the math, I think. And Hannah said I was right. That Nurgle was, I forget what, he was at least like a seventh level wizard or something. He could yeah. have mopped Christ. the floor with the Maelstrom cult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I I am disgusted by him almost as much as Malachi is. <laughs> <laughs> so, and so it ends up being kind of like NPCs are often kind of like, how do they serve the story? And then, and then it becomes like who they are kind of develops like Nell I didn't, I actually, this is peek behind the screen or peek, yeah, secrets, DM <laughs> secrets, um, that you, uh, Nell, like, I didn't know what their deal was in episode three when they first show up. I was like, mm, I'm going to throw this kind of, like, shady character in here and kind of, like, have them be doing something and, like, changed my mind about who they were actually working for, like, four different times and then didn't come up with the Archaeological Artificers Association until the party was going to Ben's with. And I was like, okay, who, like... Whoa. Yeah, Wait, like, what? what? Even <laughs> even when they stole our cube? Yeah, when Nell took the cube, I was like, okay, I, Nell is working for someone, but I hadn't decided who. I, I knew that I wanted it to be an organization that then would give you guys tasks, but I, like, had not figured out what their deal was until I kind of, like, did a sort of, like, okay, where are we going? Did you know straight off that they were going to rob us? Or going to try to? I kind of, I decided that before episode five. Okay. Like, I distinctly, when they disappeared and weren't around, I was like, they're they're going to hide out and then they're going to try and get the cube when they can. But I didn't know why. Because, because I wanted to, like, let you guys, like, I wanted to get yeah. a feel for who the characters were and, like, what mm. they'd care about mm. before I established, like, who are they likely to work with and, like what's going to appeal to them. Uh, Hannah's such a good DM. <laughs> Hannah's the best DM. 
Thanks, guys. Although another get slight... fucked, Andy. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> the, no, Hannah's, the... a, Hannah's a better DM than I am. That's a fact. <laughs> the whole point of Shiloh's existence is that I was like, I want to create someone really cool so that they'll be more likely mm. to side with <laughs> the archaeological. Art. Oh so I was God. like, what's the coolest NPC I could think of? And I'm like, hmm, undercut. dwarf lady artificer <laughs> with a dog and an undercut. <laughs> Frankly, I think you're right. I don't think we would have managed to grab Reagan. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, and was distinctly from Reagan's home kingdom because, yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's that's how I create NPCs. Okay, moving on slightly quicker maybe because we still have a fair number of questions. We've been going for a while. Uh, we've got a couple of questions that are specific to specific questions, specific to specific characters. So first of all, uh, a couple of questions for Reagan. Um, first, from Beverly Togold V on Tumblr. Uh, official Ship of Fools Q&A question. Thank you for establishing that, Kess. Why is Reagan spelled like that? <laughs> Before you answer this, Nolani, I want you to know that today, my mom, who doesn't listen to the podcast, uh, learned how you spell Reagan and was absolutely affronted. <laughs> Literally was like, that is so stupid. Why did Nolani think that that's, did Nolani think that's how you spell it? <laughs> <laughs> so first and foremost, uh, for anybody who has not been reading our liner notes, it's spelled R-E-G-I-N. <laughs> and this is actually a multifaceted thing because here, here's my shit, right? My name's Nolani. Like, I have baggage around having a name that nobody can spell or say. So, like, I'm just going to work through that in the form of this. You know? Second yeah. of all, the actual literal issue that I was having was that I love the sound of the name Reagan, but I could not bear the thought of spelling it as in Ronald. Mm. And I couldn't spell it E-N because that's the verb for terrain in German, which, like, also kind of cool, but, like, it would it would have thrown my brain off. Um, so literally, it's just because I hate Ronald Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So I, I hope you can all forgive me now. <laughs> yeah. So entirely valid answer. Uh, another question for Reagan from at Bread Reptiles on Twitter. Good no handle. <laughs> what gave you the idea to play a sorcerer who refuses to use their magic powers? And how long did you anticipate keeping that up? Were you looking for some sort of trigger or push from the DM? Um, as for the idea, I wish I could remember how I came up with that. I could not tell you. I think it kind of comes from... Dramatics. Um, what did you say? Dramatics. I was being mean. Sorry. That's not mean. That's just true. <laughs> but no, I mean, honestly, like a lot of... Um, Not in a mean way. I like a lot of a cool directors I've worked with have kind of emphasized the importance of, you know, when you're building a character, it's like, what's their fundamental, like, juxtaposition? Like, where are they at loggerheads with themselves? And that's been something that's been really kind of formative for the way that I form characters, you know, both in acting and in writing and whatever. Um, so the concept of somebody who, you know, like, has this sort of, like, to get tropey about it like has this chosen one thing but really does not want anything to do with it and actually peek behind the screen when you uh when you find out why he doesn't want to use it um i don't know I, I wonder how that will change people's perceptions i don't think we are allowed to do peeks behind the screen <laughs> <laughs> what screen the computer screen the computer screen? Oh, that's good. Speak behind my computer screen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't bully me. I'm fragile. The Benadryl's hitting. Um, what was the second part of this question? That was pretty much it. Just were you looking for some sort of trigger or oh, push from the DM yeah. to start using your magic? So, um, Reagan's alignment is actually technically a lawful alignment. Um, and so... Huh. That's the shocker of this, really, is that Reagan is lawful and Malachi isn't. <laughs> yeah, Reagan's lawful, um, and wow, this I think. Yeah, spoilers. Malachi's not lawful. The thing <laughs> about that is that he very much has his own code um, and his own way of assessing situations and evaluating stuff that you know may not exactly make sense to most people, but for him, there's there's very much like a. A, a law that he follows and so 
basically overall you'll notice i don't think this is too much of a spoiler is that he only uses it in a situation that he thinks he has no other options um so i mean keep an eye out for that like if reagan is using magic to do something it is because he thinks he has literally no other option because that is the only way he's willing to engage with that and i will say from my dm perspective i was like knowing especially kind of coming into like around this time in the show like around episode seven eight and kind of like the the ones that come after i was like okay i really want reagan to be using his magic how can i and i was like there's two ways i can do this either he needs to meet someone who can kind of like gently guide him into it or i need to push him really hard so he feels like he has to and at first i tried to like gently work it out of him a little bit and then eventually decided like no i just am gonna have to push until he uses it and well you know keep an eye out in upcoming <laughs> episodes how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll see how that goes um okay next question has he used it besides starting the fire yet um i mean in in where we are right shit, now for this i don't Q&A. remember okay uh next question this one is for finn from an anonymous user uh wants to know why does finn love wizards so much <laughs> <laughs> well you see dear listener magic is cool can't relate. <laughs> Unless you're Nolani, who hates wizards because Nolani's not a nerd. Well, I mean, basically, like he's into magic. Like Finn, Finn is like a, Finn is like the the bright-eyed farm boy who like discovered he could do magic, but like he doesn't really he hasn't had a lot of like training or anything. Not to get too much into my document, but like it's not like he's never met another magic user, but like he's still level one. He's been a level one warlock for like years at this point. Mm. And now all of a sudden he's beating people who do like cool magic all the time. And that's like, that's like, that's just the coolest thing. That's mind blowing. Yeah. He loves it. That's like if I met, if I, Andy met a wizard, <laughs> I would, I would pledge to serve them. I can arrange like, that. <laughs> because I don't, I can't even do any magic. <laughs> that's fair. Okay. Um, and next we have a Malachi question. Another anonymous user who wished to have their identity concealed uh, would like to know, is Malachi a virgin? And if not, why is he so weird with ladies? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see who was paying attention to our Instagram. Because... Um, <laughs> Tentatively, yes. <laughs> Wait, when did I she post is. that on Instagram? It was on the character sheet, our oh. redacted character sheets. But like, it said that he was a virgin. <laughs> it on did under experience. <laughs> oh, right. oh yeah. Although to be to be totally honest, I don't really know if he's like a virgin virgin or if he just like has virgin energy. Yeah. <laughs> Because, frankly, I haven't thought about Malachi's sexual conquest very much at all. Because Malachi's... <laughs> that makes one of us. Horniness right now is at a negative five. <laughs> so, um, I think... I mean, when would he have had the time? I think he is probably like a... <laughs> I don't want to be too crass about this. I don't know. Well, I think Malachi is like a... You're a virgin if you haven't done penis and vagina. <laughs> But penis and butthole, man, all bets are off. <laughs> so uh, take that as you will. <laughs> but he does have massive virgin energy, I'll grant you that. Um, and what about why the... is he so weird with ladies? Uh-huh. Well, uh, <laughs> one answer to that is a spoiler, so I won't, I shan't, I shan't say. Um, but the other answer is just also a spoiler. Shit. Um. <laughs> it's that Taylor is weird with ladies. <laughs> I. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think this is all spoilers, so I can't really say. It's oh. not, like, important. Like, ladies aren't. <laughs> hey, fuck you, women. <laughs> like, his weirdness with ladies. Women. His weirdness with ladies specifically is not important. But the very simple explanation for it is important for other reasons. <laughs> so. He just doesn't know very many. <laughs> So this innocuous question does have a significant answer. That's your answer. It's just not, it's not significant because of the question, if that makes sense. It does not. No, it doesn't. All right. <laughs> well, Annie, okay. you can cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I'm um, probably going to cut the penis and vagina. Part. <laughs> <laughs> we have a question. Uh, so one more question. This one for me, uh, the DM. Uh, this comes from Dr. Pepper Bidet on Tumblr. Again, phenomenal says, URL. <laughs> who says, uh, how has your DM style been influenced by other DMs, either ones you've watched slash listened to, like on Critical Role or NADPOD, or by ones that you've played under? Great question. My DMing style is absolutely like an amalgamation of every DM that I've ever played under or uh, watched or listened to. I'm constantly like learning things from people that I'm playing with or playing under and constantly like I play a lot of D&D, especially like since quarantine started. I've been playing an insane amount of D&D and I definitely have been like learning more and more from people I've played under. I think for Ship of Thorns I and... think it's fair to say I taught <laughs> Hannah everything she knows, right? Yeah. <laughs> Andy DM'd for me before I ever DM'd for him. So, def- yeah, for sure. But, like, in all seriousness, it I... did not end great. It did not end, period. <laughs> yeah, did it? <laughs> Just sort of petered out. One of those things. But oh, that's so sad. I missed We did that. have to do... We had to do a lot of creative thinking with that campaign because people were constantly, like, going abroad and dropping out and joining in. So it was, like, the kind of, like, flexibility and managing to keep the campaign fun and moving like while we were like uh, the party was constantly shifting was a very good thing to do um i also for ship of fools i definitely am inspired by there was a uh GM because we weren't playing D&D that I played under during my semester in Scotland um, who the campaign was like a world of floating islands where we sailed around on an airship and like oh, we so would Final Fantasy <laughs> kind of yeah and each each island Super Mario 3 each island like had its own deal where like there'd be like we'd land and it would be like okay like no one is here it's totally empty but there's all these houses or it would be like we'd land and they'd be like hey this is cobalt island welcome so like that kind of and sometimes we'd be there for one session and sometimes we'd be there for like four sessions so having this kind of like episodic feel in a world of islands is definitely something that i wanted to play with for ship of fools um and then for sure, like Matt Mercer, Brennan Lee Mulligan, Brian Murphy, like all those big giant uh, actual play DMs, definitely. Uh, oh, the last name M. Each of them Hannah over McLean. nine feet tall. Last names that start with M, which also my last name starts with M. So clearly, I am just as good <laughs> as well on her way. <laughs> but yeah, so everybody learn from the people you play with. That's my take. Um, okay, couple of last kind of general questions to wrap it up here. Um, we have one Sword Star Sage on Tumblr asks, uh, how do y'all know each other? How did you decide on this concept for the podcast? I've never seen these people before in my life. We've never seen each other, period. We're playing over the computer. Oh. I actually have no idea how I met Taylor and Hannah. Oh, I remember how I met all three of you. I remember how I met Hannah, and I remember the first time I saw Andy, but I don't remember how I actually met you. Everybody always does. (laughs) Big picture, big picture, we were friends in college. That's the, that's the. Yeah, that's the short answer. The short answer. And we all have, like, very similar interests. Hannah and I met on the first day of our first class, which was theater class. It was theater class, and Taylor was a little bit late. Uh, Me and Nani met on the first day of class in a meeting with our advisor, who was a theater theater professor. professor. (laughs) Oh, God. Hannah and I I met first. I win, because we were on the Mm -hmm. same orientation trip. Which was themed around theater. It was. Oh, my God. (laughs) Disgusting. I I, I really have no idea how I met Noelani, which is weird. (laughs) Also, wait, Hannah, can I tell my fun fact about you and I's early relationship? Yeah, go ahead. Fun fact, could not stand Hannah for, like, a good month at least. Also could not met. stand Andy for, the, yeah, about the same amount I of still time. can't stand either of them, so. It was wild. Hey. I don't really know why I, initially or what changed, but eventually <laughs> I was just like, oh, actually, no, she's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and that was like. And because we were on the same orientation trip, we were constantly hanging out for this month. <laughs> <laughs> this was not, like, a distant distaste. It was, it was up close yeah. and personal. Yep. I guess I met Hannah because she was like best friends with my roommate. Shout uh-huh. out to Alexei. I love Shout you. Out to Alexei. Shout out to Alexei. I met Andy because a- Hannah introduced me to all of her friends at an acapella concert. And Andy whipped around and was very showman-like. Andy does always. jazz hands every time like, he meets a new Hi, person. I'm Andy. 
Oh yeah, what a wild thing to say when you meet a person. <laughs> Hi, I'm. No, but you my did name. that. You 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 did that thing where you guys all know what I'm talking about, where Andy moves really dramatically. Yep, it's uh-huh. called living. You you turned around like this, like. Hi, I'm Andy. <laughs> Auditory medium, Taylor. Taylor, I, I genuinely don't know how or when. I know, we and met. it's fucking me up because what? Wow. So I don't know. Now we're just codependent. Yeah. Funny how that happens. And we decided on this concept for the podcast because Andy and I, for like a couple months there, were like texting each other. We shouldn't start a D and D podcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> like we shouldn't do this, right? <laughs> And then I was thinking about it when we went out to see Nolani's Renaissance Fair. And I was like, hey, what if, though, I know I said we shouldn't, but like, what if we did? <laughs> uh, this is intriguing to me because I haven't heard this story personally. It was really, how you oh yeah, it was so this. thematic. It was in the hotel room after we had spent the day at the Ren Fair, yeah. like seeing Nani perform. And then we were like, you know what? Oh my God, that worms my heart. I remember getting the text though. I was at L.L. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I walked off of the floor and I saw a text <laughs> into about the starting, air. A podca- starting a podcast and I was like, my first reaction, of course, was Jesus Christ. And then it was like, <laughs> that sounds really fun. So I was yeah. so excited. I felt like, like I felt like when, when you're a dog at the dog park who isn't really good with social skills and like the, the bigger dogs are like sometimes like you're scared to sniff their butts um but then the big dogs came over and you know and me sniffed your butt first butt. um <laughs> it was very much like one of those things where it's like you're like really excited about it like this isn't actually happening though guys right like are we actually gonna make this happen i felt so yeah. underqualified the emotion that i had and i still do yeah. oh yeah don't worry you are i know <laughs> we're all carrying you and don't you forget it i just like to be held and we came up with the concept. I had, I remember I had like a couple of different ideas and I honestly no longer remember what they are. The one thing that I remember was that I kind of wanted to do a more like almost steampunk, like Eberron style with lots of like artificers and flying airships and stuff like that. So some of that influence still kind of made it in there, but we all vibed with the nautical campaign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we really like Pirates of the Caribbean over here. <laughs> yeah, we... Yeah. Big Pirates of the Caribbean fans, guys. <laughs> Notably. Elizabeth Swan will turn it over rights. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Second to last question. Um, lesbian Ida Eggfort on Tumblr again wants to know if there will ever be guests on the show. Oh, boy. Stay tuned. Yeah. I think we haven't quite decided about guests in, like, the main camp pain or like the yeah. actual like ship of fools in the ocean part <laughs> but we have some some we'll we, we'll tease this here some like side projects and maybe some little things with you know, set in other worlds with other dms and i stuff really like should that. not have talked so much about how i'm a bad dm and he's <laughs> a good dm and if he were hypothetically to dm some side campaigns with guests they'd be fun to listen to at some point hypothetically close future and that's all we'll say on that um actual last question which is not nightly if you want to be on the podcast call me <laughs> it's not a period podcast so she can't do it isn't it though <laughs> it kind of is oh shit <laughs> Um, which is not from any question asker, but for me, uh, I she want. She was in Star Wars. That's allowed. I want each of you Wait, to what? give me guys. <laughs> Kira Knightley. She was she was Amidala's body double in Star oh. Wars. Yeah, she sure was. Sorry, Hannah. Anyway, <laughs> my last question for us before to kind of wrap up our Q and A here um, is that I know that each of you have a character playlist, and I'm not going <laughs> to make you share them entirely. But just give me one song each from your character playlist. You can always tell when we're getting ready to play another um, session because if you open up Spotify, Nolani and I are just playing the character playlist all day long on repeat. Yep, I sure can. I don't know. My playlist is so good. How do I pick I know. I just think it's my baby. Yeah. Um, if you all like DM us and like really put up some interest for this, we'll leak them. Hannah's already DMing us. Nice. Okay. But she's also cheating on us, so I think we can cheat on her too. Yeah. Um Octopus's Garden by the Beatles. <laughs> nice. Um I gotta go Ocean Breathe Salty by Modest Mass. Oh, you guys choose too quickly. I've been thinking about this all day. <laughs> so have I. That's the problem. Again, and Taylor can't make a decision. Um 
at the moment, Ghost Towns by Radical Face, I think. But there are some other ones on there. What do you mean, at the moment? Listen, I may or may not be anticipating something that will happen in the future and have a song that just happens to work perfectly for how Malachi will react. What about Show Yourself from Frozen 2 soundtrack? Shut up! That's a spoiler! Malachi gets ice powers and becomes the queen of Arendelle. Uh, Taylor will actually be replaced by Adina Menzel. Oh, God. Um, All right. And on that note, unless anybody else has any last comments you want to make, but on that note, I think we will wrap up our mud bath Q&A session here. If anyone listening knows Kira Knightley, please tell her to be on our podcast. Please. Andy already ate the cucumber slices from my eyes as we're sitting in this Every single one of us. Oh my god, yeah, I forgot about the mud bath. Oh, we'll be a sister wife to Kira Knightley, and that's it. Please don't tell Murph I said I was a better DM than him. (laughs) (laughs) Or do. That's all right there. (laughs) Nope. I don't really know how, like, I don't actually know what the sensation of being in a mud bath is like. I've never done it. more comparable to Oh, is that what you were doing? I honestly did not get it. (laughs) (laughs) I think, like, if a hot tub was more gelatinous. Okay. Uh, I'm going to cut this off here before we go any further. Thank you all so much for listening. We really love love and appreciate all of you and your dedication to listening to the show. You're truly the best and we're all very grateful. You guys are incredible. Like it's, it, you have no idea how much it warms our heart every, to see people listen to this. So we love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Viewers like you. you. This is brought to you by viewers like you. (laughs) Thank you. We'll see you on the open seas, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. What, how are we, how are we, like, setting yeah, this up? Yeah, let's just say welcome to the mud bath. Good evening, ship of fools fans, and welcome. Not doing that. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> That's going to be on the beginning, though. <laughs>